Thank you, God, that there is liberty all around. And God, we just thank you that we magnify your name. Hallelujah. This is our call to worship. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The third, the 30th book in the book, the 30th chapter in the book of Psalms says, I will extol you, O Lord. You have lifted me up and have not let my enemies rejoice over me. O Lord, my God, I cried for your help and you healed me. Oh, Lord, you have brought my soul from Sheol. You have kept me alive that I would not go down to the pit. Sing praise to the Lord, you his godly ones, and give thanks to his holy name. For his anger is but for a moment, and his favor is for everlasting. The Bible says that weeping may last for a night, 
but somebody declared that joy comes in the morning. Yeah, if you got joy, let me hear you real quick. Hallelujah. If you have joy, let me hear you just worship right now. He said, but shout of joy because it comes in the morning. Hallelujah. This is our call to worship. We want to welcome you to Liberty Christian Church International where the spirit of the Lord is. There is liberty. Do me a favor. If you're online, go ahead and share this with somebody. Tell somebody to join you in because this is going to be a service like never before. We're going to go before the throne in prayer and then we're going to turn it over to our worship team. So right now, Father God, in the name of Jesus, if everybody can lift up their hands across the sanctuary, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for this time. We thank you for this opportunity. God, as we begin this worship service, God, we ask right now that you inhabit this place for your word declares that you inhabit the praises of your people. So God, right now, inhabit this place. Father God, as we begin to set on this journey, we begin to embark on this journey, we ask God that you have full reign, full dominion, and full authority over this entire service, God. There is none like you. There is none that can compare to you in all the land. God, you are a healer to those who need healing, a deliverer to those who need delivering. So, God, right now, prepare our hearts and our minds for worship. Let somebody be impacted on this day. Let somebody's life change on this day. Let somebody's soul be saved on this day. And in return, we give you all glory and we give you all honor. And it is in your son Jesus' name that we pray Amen. Amen. Let's give God a hand clap of praise. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on. Song says, Oh, come, all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant. Oh, come ye, oh, come ye to Bethlehem. Come and behold him, born the king of angels. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him oh come let us adore him christ the lord sing choirs of angels sing in exaltation sing all ye citizens of heaven above glory to god glory in the highest oh come let us adore him oh come let us adore him oh come let us Adore him, Christ the Lord, for he alone is worthy, for he alone is worthy, for he alone is worthy, Christ the Lord. I'll 
I'll give him all the glory. I give him all the honor. I give him all the praise. Christ the Lord. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him, Christ the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come, let us adore him, Christ the Lord, Christ the Lord. Once again, we want to welcome you to Liberty Christian Church International. I'm your senior pastor, Pastor Thomas Brockenberry. And once again, this is the day that the Lord has made. We're not going to hold you too long, but we're going to give you a couple of announcements real quick. For those of you all that were looking forward to yesterday, we apologize that we had to cancel our uh, Feed, the, Feed the Community event on yesterday. Um, we, were, we had some uh, unforeseen events happen um, with our crew, um, but we had to make sure that they were well, so we could not do that. But look for us on January 2nd. We will be back out there January 2nd, the day after New Year's. So we're going to bring in our New Year's in a major way. Also, we would like for you all to participate and be with us here next week uh, on uh, on New Year's Eve night. Amen. New Year's Eve night. We will be holding service here. It's going to be in limited capacity. So please reserve your space right now. You can go to our website um, at www.lccimd.com. Org and make your reservations, reach out to us, or you can text us at 301-887-5259, 301-887-5259, and just simply say, I plan on being in the house. It's going to be an awesome time as we declare the word of the Lord as we begin our new year. We're declaring that this is the year to be planted to grow, amen, rooted to grow, rooted to grow, uh, meaning that we've gone through a period of dark times where we've dealt with this pandemic, but we have been isolated, but when you're isolated and you're in dark space, you have nothing left to do but to grow. Amen. You have nothing left to do but to simply grow and sprout and begin to develop new visions, begin to develop new plans, begin to redefine yourself. You, be, you have a whole opportunity just to do something amazing that nobody has seen. The scriptures tells us that eyes have not seen and ears have not heard. Neither has it entered into the hearts of men. Neither the depth nor height nor the things that God is getting ready to do with you. Not just me, but with you. So we want to make sure that we're in a place and in a position that we're rooted to grow, that we're rooted to grow. That, that word right there, rooted to grow. The Bible says that it's like a tree planted by the river. The roots are deep and the roots grab hold of the water and it is never without the opportunity of seeing its branches grow and extend. Amen. So those are our announcements for today. Also, uh, we will be returning back to our uh, children's Sunday school next Sunday with Deaconess Tansy, amen. Let's give her a hand of applause for the things that she's been doing with our young people, amen. Also, young people, if you have your cards, it is not too late to turn in your cards. Uh, please get in contact with Deaconess Tansy or Kayla Holt. Kayla Holt, we both have them both working with our uh, working with our youth to develop their Christmas cards for our senior citizens. We're going to deliver them this week, making sure that we can uh, show them just that we love them, that they're not forgotten, even though they may be secluded and separated in nursing homes, but we're going to make sure we deliver to them. Amen. 
Also, be on the lookout. Beginning in January, we do have our adult Sunday school that will be virtual on uh, Zoom, and you will have information about that coming up. It will be at 9.30 a.m. in the morning. There will be more details coming, to, coming about that, and we just want to make sure that your hearts and minds are prepared. Do me a favor. Get your offerings together. Uh, the Bible says that bring me all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be meat in our house. And prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts, that if I would not open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that there should not be room enough to receive it. The tithe and the offering belongs to God. We don't want you to give, though, out of law. We want to get, We want you to give out of a cheerful heart. Amen? We want you to give out of a cheerful heart into the kingdom of God. When you sow into Liberty Christian Church International, you're sowing into good, fertile ground. If you're on Cash App and you want to sow by Cash App, our Cash App handle is dollar sign Liberty Church MD. Liberty Church MD. Also, at the bottom of your screen right now, you should be able to see our text giving number, or if you go to our website, once again, lccimd.org backslash give, there's another way to give. If you also want to give by snail mail and want to mail your offerings in, because there are still some people who write checks and want to give, that want to physically make sure they're giving, um, you can mail it to us at 1882, no, 1282 Smallwood Drive uh, West, Box 326 in Waldorf, Maryland, 20603. Uh, make it out to Liberty Christian Church International. All donations are tax deductible. We know that the end of the season is coming. All donations are tax deductible. If you've been giving to Liberty, you will receive a statement in the next couple of weeks because we know that it's tax time and everybody likes to make sure their contributions are accounted for. Amen. These have been your announcements. I am so excited to introduce to you all our worship leader, our minister of worship here at Liberty Christian Church. He goes by the name of Minister Reggie Anderson, and he has a dynamic team with him, and we're going to turn this portion of our service over to him, and none other than after then you hear, after you hear his voice and the singing from them right now, we want you to prepare your hearts and minds for the Word. God has been working and dealing with me as we continue the prayer shift, so we're going to turn this over, but get your Bibles, get your pens, get your iPads, get whatever you have, and get prepared for the Word. Amen? Amen. Let's give God a hand clap of praise. Amen. Amen. For I know all things are working for my good. For I know all things are working for my good. For I know all things are working for my good. For I know all things are working. I don't worry about a thing. But I know he watches me. And though the fire, it surrounds me, I won't fear he's there with me. I don't worry about a thing. For I know he watches me. And though the fire, 
It surrounds me. I don't fear. He's there with me. For I know all things are working for my good. For I know all things are working for my good. For I know all things are working for my good. For I know all things are working. I don't worry about a thing. For I know he watches me. And though the fire surrounds me, I won't fear. He's there with me. For, for I know all things are working for my good. For I know all things are working for my good. For I know all things are working for my good. For I know all things are working. Listen, I don't have to worry nor fear. 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 It's working for my good. For my good. For my good. Oh, for I know all things are working for my good. For I know all things are working for my good. For I know all things are working for my good. For I know all things are working. Bless me, bless me, oh Lord, bless me indeed, enlarge my territory, oh Lord, bless me indeed, I pray for increase. Oh, bless me indeed. Increase, increase. Oh, Lord, bless me indeed. Enlarge my territory. 
Oh, Lord, bless me indeed. I pray for increase. Bless me indeed. Oh, keep your hand upon me that no evil cannot harm me. Sunshine and rain, sickness and pain, God, I humbly come to you. Enlarge my territory. Enlarge my territory. Oh, Lord, bless me indeed. Yes, bless me indeed. Keep your hand upon me. That no evil cannot harm me. Sunshine and rain, sickness and pain. God, I humbly come to you. Oh, enlarge my territory. Enlarge my territory, oh, enlarge my territory, oh, enlarge my territory, oh, oh, Lord, bless me indeed, I pray for increase, bless me indeed, I pray for increase. I pray for increase. Hallelujah. 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 Let's just worship God. Hallelujah. The Bible said he inhabits that place. Yeah, he inhabits that place of your worship. And right now, I don't know where you're at in life. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what you've been through up until this moment, but I know there's a God that said, I'm breaking shackles off of your feet. I'm breaking shackles off of your hands. I'm breaking shackles off of your mind. I'm breaking shackles off of your limitations. Matter of fact, you have no more limitations. Matter of fact, I'm putting my super on your natural. And because I'm putting my super on your natural, there is nothing that the enemy can do with you, do to you, do by you, that I have not given you the strength to overcome. Because the Bible says that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. So, Father God, right now, as we prepare our hearts for the word, God, right now, the songs of Zion have been sung. Your glory has been lifted up. Your praise has been done. And, and we just honor you right now. So, God, as you give us increase, as you pour into me, allow me to pour out into your people. 
Lord, hide me behind your cross right now so that the people will see none of me, but they will see all of thee. Speak through me, speak with me, and speak by me so that lives can be changed, souls can be delivered, so that you can get the glory out of it all. I take none of it from you. Now, Lord, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord. You are my strength and my redeemer. You are my joy and you are my peace. You are my hope. You are the wheel in the middle of the wheel. You are the lily of the valley. You are the bright and morning star. You are Alpha and Omega. I'm just worshiping for a minute. You are my beginning and my end. You are my hope when there is no hope. You are my peace when there is no peace. You're my Jehovah Shalom. You're my Jehovah Rapha. You're my Jehovah Tiskanu. You're my Jehovah Imkadesh. You're my Jehovah. Uh, you're my Jehovah. You're, you're Elohim. You're the all-sustaining God. You're my banner of victory. Somebody right now is in need of a victory. Somebody right now is in need of a breakthrough. Somebody right now is in a need of a new experience. You're a God that is not bound by time. You're in the past, my future, and the present right now. So God, take lowly me. Take me and all of my flaws. Take every person under the sound of my voice and all of their flaws and, and offer them a sacrifice of praise to give unto you. I worship you, God. I'm, I'm worshiping you, God. I'm worshiping you, God, in spirit and in my truth. Yeah, there, there, there is none like you. There is none that can compare to you. You're a healer. Yeah, you're, you're the bomb in Gilead. You're, you're the bread that you said in your word is the children's healing is the children's bread. You are my all in all. You're the reason why I sing. You're, 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 you're my melody in the late night hour. You're, you're my everything. And, and because you are my everything, take this word and make it pleasing in your sight. Take our praise right now and make it a pleasing savor in your nostrils. Open up heaven's window right now because somebody needs a blessing from you. Yes, yeah, somebody woke up sick this morning. Somebody woke up with a fever this morning. Somebody woke up with divorce papers on today. Somebody woke up without a job. Somebody woke up without knowing what their next meal is coming from. But I know you to be a way maker. Yeah, wherever you are, can you just simply lift up your hands and give God a wave offering? He's brought you through danger seen and unseen. He's turned it around in your favor. He's turning it around right now in your good. Yeah, jail cells are being opened right now. Shackles are being broken right now. Life is being changed right now. Yeah, you... You're an all-knowing God. Your, your word declares what the enemy meant for my bad. My God meant it for good. So take every dark place and shine light on it. 
every prayer that was done in secret, God. You are the author that brings it to light. You are the author of our faith. So, God, right now, you know our heart's desires. And as we close out on this year, as we have 11 days left to go in this year, God, we're asking you, God, to do a major and mighty thing in these 11 days, not 2021, but right now in 2020, we're asking you to do an amazing thing in our lives. Enemy, I'm putting you on notice right now that you have no power, no authority, you have no right to, your, to God's people. You are disinvolved. You are null and void at the, this moment right now. Take your hands off your people. Take your hands off the people of God. We don't belong to you. Take your hands off of them right now. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We've been in this place. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, somebody say Jesus, in Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. And while they play, while they continue to play real quick, lift up your Bibles and your cell phones and repeat after me, Lord, I thank you that I have a Bible. It is my personal copy of God's purpose, God's plan, and God's design for my life. Therefore, I am a believer and not a doubter. I'm not just a hearer, but I'm also a doer. And my life has been better after hearing the word of the living God. Therefore, my mind is alert and my heart is receptive. I will not be distracted. But I will hear what thus saith the Lord. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen, amen, amen. Somebody turn to your neighbor. Somebody look online. Somebody type this out on Facebook and tell somebody it's word time. It's word time. And if you have your Bibles, open up your Bibles to Acts the 16th chapter. Looking at the 25th through the 34th verse, I'm reading from the New King James Version, Acts, the 15th chapter, the 16th chapter, looking at uh, the 25th through the 34th verse. Amen. 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 I'm going to give you about 10 seconds to get it. Amen. 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 Share it with somebody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Reading from the New King James Version, it says this. But at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. And the prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly, there was a great earthquake so that the foundation of the prison were shaken. And immediately, all the doors were open and everyone's chains were loosed. And the keeper of the prison, awakening from sleep and seeing the prison doors open, supposing the prisoners had fled, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself. But, call, but Paul called with a loud voice, saying, Do yourself no harm, for we are here. Then he called for the light 
ran in and fell down trembling before Paul and Silas. And he brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? So they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and you will be saved, you and your household. Then they spoke the word of the Lord to him and to all who were in his house. And he took them the same hour of the night and washed their stripes. And immediately he and all his family were baptized. Now when he brought them into his house, he set food before them and he rejoiced having believed in God with all his household. The word of the Lord has already been blessed. And, and for a subject this evening, I want to talk to you and preach to you from this simple theme, faithful prayers, faithful prayers. Yeah, we've been in this series dealing with a prayer shift. And by that, we were in a mindset of understanding just what prayer shift meant. Giving you a small recap over this, the analogy, the acronyms for prayer. The first P in prayer stood for petition, meaning to ask God for something. The, the second letter, the R, stood for the response and our ability to listen for God speaking back to us. The third, the third letter, which was the A, meant that we adjust after we heard God speaking. Amen. The, the Y stood to yearn, to, to desire him more. The E stood for expect eternity, living with God. The R stood for repent. And, and then when we got into shift, we understand that the S simply meant this, the strategic sovereignty of God. Strategic, meaning that God wars on our behalf. Sovereignty, meaning that he has dominion over all of our life for those that are believers. The H stood for humble, meaning that in our prayer time, we have to go before God humbly and with humility in all that we ask him for. Uh, the I simply meant intentions. That means the intentions that we're dealing with and talking to God have to be from a sincere heart. We understand that intentions aren't always good, even when we're talking to God, but God does not answer hateful or vengeful intentions. So we understood our intentions were that of something humble and honest with God. Then we got into this F, and we've been in this F for, it seems like, the last month because the F simply stood for this, the forgiveness and the faith that it takes to pray to God. Yeah, if the Bible says that if you can't forgive others, how do you expect God to forgive you? If, if you can't deal with your own issues with others are dealing with you, how can you expect God to deal with your issues when you're trying to give them to him and ask him for forgiveness? But not only that, then there became this major point that we discovered that you can have all of that, but without faith, it's impossible to please God. Yeah, we learned that in Hebrews 11 and 1, it says faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. By faith, the worlds were formed. By faith, uh, uh, Noah created, Noah built the ark. By faith, everything that happened in the book of, uh, in 11th chapter of Hebrews took place, but it all resounded by faith. So we got to understand that there has to be a level of faith in our prayers. The Bible says that every man has been given a measure of faith. Amen. 
So so now if we're getting to we're continuing on in this faithful part, and I need you in your other in your private time to simply go back and read the five, the the six verses preceding the twenty fifth verse of this chapter in Acts. Why? Because we find Paul and Silas where we're dealing with a very famous scripture, but there's a backdrop behind this scripture. There's a backdrop behind what happened and how they got to this place of being in jail. It's a backdrop to all. Of this. And matter of fact, I'm going to read this to you myself real quick because I need you to understand this just a little bit more that exactly what was taking place in this book of Acts in the 16th chapter. And we see this that it starts in the in, in the in the 16th chapter, and I gotta read this to you. Amen. It, it says this uh, now it happened as we went to pray. Mm, there go that word prayer. As we went to pray that a certain slave girl possessed with the spirit of divination met us, who brought her master much profit by fortune telling. Verse number 17 says this, the girl followed Paul and us and cried out saying, these men are the servants of the most high God who proclaimed to us the way of salvation and this she did for many days. It said, but Paul, greatly annoyed, turned and said to the spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he came out of her at that very hour. But when her master saw that their hope of profit was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace. And they brought them to the magistrate and said, these men being Jews exceedingly trouble our city. And they teach customs which are not lawful for us being Romans to receive or observe. Then the multitudes rose up together against them, and the magistrates tore off their clothes and commanded them to be beaten with rods. And when they had laid many stripes on them, then they threw them into prison, commanding the jailer to keep them securely. Having received such a charge, he put them in the inner prison and fastened, their, and fastened them securely. Amen, amen, amen. So now, if, if, if we're in this place and when they're in this time, we got to look at this afternoon that I want to preach to you and, and really talk to you from this theme that anything can happen when I pray. Amen? Anything can happen when I pray. Anything can go about happening when, when I pray and when I talk to God. Because, see, I find it fitting that as I wrap up the last two points of the prayer shift, that I must deal with another aspect of your faithful prayer. How to pray during adverse situations is a major thing. How do I pray during adverse situations? How do I pray when I'm going through situations after situations? See, there's a difference being in praying for an adverse situation than praying while I'm in an adverse situation. When I'm going through a situation and it's adverse in my life, I'm, I'm my, a lot of times our focus is on what? Trying to get God to bring us out. And all the time, God is not going to bring us out, but sometimes God allows you to go through it. So when you're praying 
uh, for an adverse situation, you got to be able to stand and say, what do I got to do to sustain God? What do I have to do to be able to make it past here, God? Uh, how? What is it that's going on in my life that I got to get in place and get in the right aspect so that I can get through this anyway and anyhow? And God said, I'm going to deal with you with praying through anything. Yeah, somebody, somebody got to know that it's time to pray through anything. It's time to pray for something. It's time to get ready to get into the face of God and deal with some things about me. Because, see, if, I, if I'm dealing with adverse situations, most of us have learned to pray for that adverse thing. You know I pray, God, get me out of this mess. God, get me out of this situation. God, get me into this place of, 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 anything, uh, 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 of anything that's not going on right now. So, God, I need you to do some things in a mighty, mighty way. So, God, I need you to depend. I need to depend on you for something major, something mighty that goes on in our life. So, God, how is it that we can get through an adverse situation? And now I got to get you through this. But praying during adversity is different than praying for adversity. It requires a different level of faith. It requires believers to stretch further into the recesses of one's spiritual relationship with God in order to sustain this time. See, I believe our story today conveys this exact sentiment to us, the reader. Why? Because too often are we seen talk, uh, taking our eyes off Christ because we hit bumps in the road of our life. And the enemy has a field day when we lose focus on our Savior and his plan for our life. Now, let me make it clear to you that the believer, uh, to the believer that's been told the lie that because you believe in Christ, you will never have adversity. You ever heard that lie? Yeah, you, you can, you, you're going to be fine. You're going to live on your island. You're going to live in your mansion. You're going to be blessed with this. But that's not what the Bible said. The Bible said that if Jesus went through it, I got to go through it. So, so now we got to understand and we got to deal with and understand that no matter what it is, no matter how it goes, no matter what we see taking place in our life, there will be adverse situations that we have to deal with. Somebody say, I got to deal with it. See, I got to deal with it, and sometimes that means I got to get dirty. Sometimes that means I got to go through a moment where it feels like I'm in a jail cell. That means sometimes I got to go through a situation where it feels like everybody's coming against me. My walls are closing in on me. It may feel like something is happening in my life. And because I'm standing on the Word of God, I got to know that all things work together. I got to know that greater is He that's in me. I got to know that I once was young but now I'm old and I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor their seed begging bread. I gotta deal with faith from an aspect of dealing with and praying for anything. Amen. See, that's a trick of the enemy because if you live long enough in this world, you're going to face adversity. In most cases, it comes at a time when we're not prepared to handle it. Anybody realize that that, it, that adversity comes right when you don't think that you can handle anything else? When, when you feel like that, that you got enough on your plate, you feel like that you ain't got no more money for the bills, you feel like you ain't got no more compassion to deal with the next joker that comes up, you feel like that you got other things going on. And 
And the enemy says, no, I'm going to throw one more thing on you because I must push you over the edge. But somebody needs to know that when you push me off the edge, I'm going to show you that I can fly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to show you that I got Superman powers. Not, not because of my own might, but because God has his hand on my back. So when you push me off the edge, I'm coming up flying, and I'm going to come up opening up my chest and show the S on my chest. Uh, yeah, I got Superman power. See, see, there are things that happen in your life that, that, that when, the, uh, when the enemy tries to throw adversity your way. For example, how many people know that they've gone through, they've gone Christmas shopping over these last couple of weeks, and, and you spent money that you did not have, and, and you spent things that you did not have. You, st- you reached into your, your reserve, and you done expounded your reserve, but then you got uh, but then the car breaks down. <laughs> and you looking for where am I going to get the car from? Maybe that's not you. And how many people have you ever been on a vacation as a married couple or a, a couple only to find out someone's doing something wrong that you don't, that you did not know about? And now you've been living in paradise. You were relaxing on the beach and you were doing all of this. And then you found out something was going on, the adverse situation when everything was happy. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you, you get to a place that you raised your children to obey the law, but somehow they turn from you to doing something unlawful and adverse situations. You budgeted for the new home and bam, your parents need the money to do something for them in their life. They, they got medical bills, they got expenses, but you done set aside for what you needed to do for your family, but you need, but, but then they said, but I raised you, I birthed you, I had you. You need to be here for me the same way I was here for you. Adverse situations. So somebody needs to understand that life is filled with adversity all around it. But but we have to learn how to pray in the situation, not just for the situation. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm praying uh, in the situation. I'm praying in the midst of it all. I'm praying that, that God's hand is on it. I'm praying throughout everything that I'm going through because sometimes the breakthrough doesn't come from praying to come out of it. The breakthrough comes from praying to endure through it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So in our text today, Paul and Silas are just like you and I. Get this, Paul, the apostle of Christ, minding his own business, attending to the work of God, finds himself facing a situation he probably didn't know would escalate this way. Yeah, we, 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 we find Paul in jail, but, but the, in verse number 16, it says, now it happened as we went to prayer. That a certain slave girl possessed with the spirit, possessed with the spirit of divination, met us, who brought her masters much profit by fortune telling. This girl followed Paul and us and cried out, saying, These men are the servants of the Most High God who proclaim to us the way of salvation. See, I want to pause right here and share a very simple but profound revelation with the people of God. As you strive to press into prayer, the enemy will send the most annoying of circumstances to interfere. Yeah, what is annoying? What is an annoying circumstance? Something that does not need immediate attention, but is causing discomfort to you and that takes your attention off God. Yeah, 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 yeah. An annoying situation, annoying problem, an annoying thing that's happening. And in our text today, we have a slave girl whose spirit was annoying but not relevant. 
yeah, 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 yeah. Her spirit, this girl was possessed by a spirit of divination that for some reason, get this, didn't want to leave the felt presence of God. Yeah, see, people like to deal with Paul and Silas in jail, but I want to deal with this slave girl who had a spirit that seemed to not want to get away from Paul and Silas. I, I could twist that up and tell you all types of things about that because in reality, that, that girl might have had some in-depth prayer even though she was possessed. She might have had some time talking to God that said, God, I want to break free from this. God, I need to get out of this. God, just because she was possessed does not mean the spirit was the only thing in control of her. She still had a mind. She still had a ability to function, but she was demon-possessed with a spirit of divination. And the Bible said that the spirit followed Paul and Silas, constantly telling everybody who they were and what salvation is. Yeah, yeah, that don't sound like a, a, a somebody who wants to get delivered. That sounds like somebody who knows where the deliverance is. Yeah, yeah, this uh, this slave girl followed them around and, and constantly talked to, talked to somebody and talked about them. And, and now for some reason, for some of you, that may not seem like a big problem, but the reality is that everyone that's speaking highly of you isn't speaking highly for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody that's speaking highly of you isn't speaking highly for you. You have to discern the voice being spoken of in the wilderness. You have to understand that even in the midst of this and in the midst of that, that uh, if your prayer life is secure and your prayer life is rooted and grounded in the things of God, that prayer will cause you to discern the voice of God from the voice of, of the enemy. See, this, this, this young lady in this place, this young lady that was going through all that she was going through, got to a place where she was standing there, where she was doing something, and she was simply saying that the, the Spirit was crying out, saying, God, this, these are the men of God. This is the people of God. And if you follow them, you can understand what salvation is. That means, that sounds like to me that she was trying to get to the Master. How, how many people ever been in that place where, where you might not be right in the presence of God, but you know what it takes to get back to God. You might not be doing everything right, but you know what it is to find God and find salvation. You know what it is to get down on your knees and say, God, I surrender it all. God, I'm here for you. God, I'm here to be delivered. God, I'm here at your cross. I'm here at your feet. And God, I'm doing what I need to do to find your salvation. This slave girl, even though she was bound by a, a, a spirit spirit of divination knew what it was to get back into the presence of God. Yeah, that, it didn't say that the spirit was controlling her. It said that she had been bound by a spirit. Yeah, that, 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 that divination spirit didn't want to be in the presence of God. We know that when the spirit of God is in the place, that, that any demon has to flee. So I'm thinking that this, this slave girl was pressing her way towards God. How, how many people ever been in that place where you bound but you pressing? Yeah, yeah, you bound, but you trying to get there. I don't care how I got to get through, because Paul put it like this, forgetting those things which are behind me, I press towards the mark of my high calling. I just imagine this slave girl was in a place that said, I don't care what it takes. I don't care what I lose. My master may not like me, but I got to press to get to the man of God. I got to press to get into their presence, because they don't understand if I just get to them that they can get rid of this thing that's on the 
inside of me. And what happened after Paul got annoyed for a few days because this, this young lady could not just stay away. She came back after a few days. She, she kept following them. See, that sounds to me like somebody who wanted something. Yeah, because if, if, if I need something from you, I'm going to follow you until I get it. Yeah, if I, if I need it bad enough, I'm going to follow you until you release it to me. If you had a millionaire that was walking around you and you knew you needed $100,000, you're going to follow that millionaire and keep saying, hey, I'm here. I know you got millions. I'm following. This one right here is the one that got millions, so I'm going to keep following you. So this slave girl, in spite of her oppression and possession, was following the men of God. Yeah, because the Bible says that, that, that in the midst of all of that, Paul got annoyed. Yeah, anybody been annoyed with some problems in their life? Yeah, when you get annoyed enough, that's when you start speaking to that thing. Yeah, that little gnat that fly around you, that, that, that first couple of times you're like, okay, it's going to go away. But soon it starts buzzing around your eyes and your ears and stuff, and you start doing what? Swatting it. You, you got to get it away from your environment. And this is where Paul and Silas was. Paul got annoyed, and Paul decided, I'm going to take advantage of this moment to show what I can do. Yeah, Paul said he, he commanded the spirit to come out of her, and the spirit departed her. At that moment and at that hour, the Bible did not say that the girl was hurt. The Bible did not say that the girl died. The Bible said that the spirit departed from her. So she had a breakthrough moment right there in the midst of being annoying. Yeah, somebody need to get that. You can be as annoying as you want in the presence of God because when God sets you free, when he's ready to deliver you, I don't care how annoying you were, if he's Jehovah Jireh, your provider. He's going to provide for you. I don't care if you in your prayer time. God, this is what you said you would do for me. God, this is what you said about my latter days. God, this is what you said you would provide for me. God, you said you would be a way maker. God, you said you would be a healer. God, I might be annoying you, but I'm coming to you with all that I am. So, God, I need you to release me. Yeah, yeah, God, I need some things. But, the, but then we see that so many people have been in this exact situation in their life, everyone around you has benefited. Let's, let's look at this young lady real quick. And I'm just about done. Everyone around you have benefited from the thing that oppresses you. Yeah. Yeah, everybody around you has benefited from what oppresses and possesses you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They know that it's not of God but the oppression is more beneficial to them than the breakthrough. Can anyone relate? You're, you're the life of the party because you get lit, yet they don't care that the doctor told you that your liver is failing. They let you spend all your money on them and don't care that you're going home with no food or no lights. They keep sleeping with you and don't care how many STT, STDs or abortions you have had to have. Yeah, they don't even care if you're married. They, they only want from you what the value is from your oppression. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
but somebody's been praying, God, I need to be set free. So, somebody knows that I can't deal with jokers like this no more. I can't deal with these situations in my life no more. But we see not only did the masters get upset, but they caused Paul and Silas to be beaten and locked up. Yeah, the masters were upset because their money was gone. Yeah, they, they were upset because she couldn't fortune tell anymore. They weren't upset. See, see, a true master, if he loves his slaves, is happy when their slaves get free. Yeah, they, they, they're happy. But, but these masters, for some reason, only wanted to benefit what possessed her, what, what kept her bound, what, 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 what her strongholds were, what, what his strongholds were. What are your strongholds that the masters of this world have been holding on to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are your strongholds that, that the master of this earth has been telling you that I, that I can't get by, I can't get deal with, I, I'm trying to keep them oppressed? Because they know if you break the oppression that you break free from them. They know that if you get over over the sin, if you give God your sin, if you give God your, your heart and your mind, that you'll be delivered from what they're trying to keep you bound in. Somebody declares time to get free. See, all because these men wanted to go pray. That, that, that's the crazy thing. All of this took place because Paul and Silas wanted to go pray. Yeah, 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 yeah. The text does not tell us that there was anything offensive about what they did, except they delivered the girl. Yeah, yeah, see, prayer will cause others to hate you because of what you've changed. Yeah, 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 yeah. M people miss that. That the only reason the masters hated Paul and Silas is because they changed something of theirs. Yeah, how many people know that prayer changes some things in your life? But not only in your life, but those around you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got a praying tongue on you. You got a praying heart in you. And don't and people don't want you to get set free because they know once you begin to start praying, that things begin to shift in the atmosphere. See, if you operate under faith, if you operate with faith as the substance of things hopeful and the evidence of things not seen, then you realize that when I pray, when I open up my mouth, I'm releasing something into the atmosphere that's getting ready to change in environment. It's getting ready to change somebody from broken to healed. It's getting ready to change somebody from possessed to delivered. It's getting ready to change the environment of my captivity and it's getting ready to break the shackles off my feet. Somebody missed what I just said because Paul and Silas were in jail at the time and the Bible says that they began to pray and praise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody missed that. They began to pray and praise and no matter what what was going on in their life when they pray and praise the shackles got broken off their feet when they begin to pray and praise jail cells begin to open up yeah 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 somebody somebody missed that you got some situations in your life that prayer and praise will open up the jail cell yeah you got some things going on in your life that if you begin to pray and praise strongholds get to be broken yeah, I'm thinking it's fancy. When, when you pray and praise, healing comes to your body. If I had about 12 people right now that understood my prayer shifts the atmosphere. My prayer changed things. My prayer by faith begins to operate and all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord, that are called according to my purpose. I dare somebody shout, I got to pray. 
Because if I pray, if I pray, if I pray, the enemy don't want you to know that if you pray, that strongholds are broken. If you pray, possession is, is put to regression. If you pray, Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. If you pray, Deacon and Sansy, if you pray, Bishop, if you open up your mouth, heaven begins to hear it and angels begin to war on your behalf. I'm, I'm here to tell you. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Bible says that they began to pray and they prayed so much that it opened up jail cells. But not only that, they prayed so much that the other inmates was there. The shackles came off. The other inmates was there. Their jail cells opened up. Somebody realized that what you pray opens up, up, opens up things for, the, for your neighbor. I dare you look at your neighbor and say, I'm praying for you. I'm praying for you. I, I need you about tw 20 more times. Tell somebody, call out somebody's name and say, I'm praying for you. If I'm praying for you, yeah, I'm about to change your environment. If I'm praying for you, your finances about to be blessed. If I'm praying for you, your healing's about to take place. If I'm praying for you, deliverance about to take place. If I'm praying for you, jail cells are open. If I'm praying for you, all things are working together for your good. Yeah. I'm praying that he's a way maker. I'm praying that he's the lily of the valley. I'm praying that your situation, you're coming out of it. I'm praying that you got the strip to go through it. I'm praying that you look to the hills for which cometh my help and my help cometh from thee, oh Lord. I'm praying, I'm praying, I'm praying. I'm praying. I'm praying. I'm praying by faith. By faith, I'm releasing into the atmosphere. By faith, I'm challenging you to open up your mouth. By faith, I'm declaring that God is the first and the last. By faith, I'm praying. I'm praying that there are more with me than there are with them. I'm praying for your deliverance. Because get this, get this, and I'm, I'm done after this. Get this, the prayer that Paul and Silas prayed, Bishop, honestly saved the person that locked them up. Yeah. It says that the guard keeper came down once he heard that the jail cells opened. Once he heard that all the shackles fell off, the guard grabbed his sword and was about to kill himself. He was about to kill himself. And Paul did something amazing. Paul said, we are still here. Yeah, in the midst of everything, that Paul and Silas was dealing with. In the midst of all their hurt, in the midst of having shackles and chains all about them, in the midst of being buried deep down into the cell in the innermost court, 
Yeah, Paul said, I'm still with you. Yeah, how many people need to know that no matter what you've gone through, God is still with you? Yeah, no matter what it looks like, if you're on your deathbed, God is still with you. If you're going through hell and high water, God is still with you. If you need deliverance, God is still with you. Yeah, yeah, you know what's on your heart. You know where you've been at. You know that you've almost died. But who can declare that God is still with you? I dare somebody praise. I dare somebody praise for about 30 seconds realizing that God is still with you. I dare somebody praise. Yeah. If you reach back and say yes, Lord, yes, to your will and to your way. I said yes, Lord, yes, I'll trust you and obey. Hey, my, 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 He's been a bridge over troubled waters. Yeah, what is it? What is it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, when I think back over my life, and I made it, figured out how I made it over. Yeah, I made it over. I made it over. It wasn't by my hand. It wasn't by my might. But I made it over. It wasn't by Buddha. It wasn't by Allah, but Jesus, who is the author and finisher of my faith, I made it over. Jesus, the lily of the valley, the bright and morning star, I made it over. Jesus, the first and the last. Jesus, my beginning and my end. Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. If he's made a way for you, somebody shout hallelujah. If he's brought you through, somebody shout glory. If he's doing things exceeding and abundantly, somebody shout yeah, yeah, yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah, 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 yeah. The jail cells broke. The shackles broke. And they still stood there. Because they was no longer bound while they were in their situation. Yay. I don't care where you at. He said you are set free. He said you are set free. He said you... Ah, oh, set. <laughs> <laughs>
when I think about the goodness of Jesus and all he's done for me. My heart, my soul, my body shouts hallelujah. Thank God for saving me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was created to worship. Hallelujah. And now you got to understand, yeah, that if you can pray about anything, God will fix everything. Yeah, he's working on your behalf. If all, ah, yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Oh, I know, I know it ain't but a few of us up in here, but can you stand to your feet right now? Can you stand to your feet right now? Yeah, if we was back in the club, if we was back in the club days, everybody be cutting a two-step. I guess I gotta do it by myself. Hallelujah. See, some of y'all, ah, yeah, yeah, some of y'all ain't used to that 
kind of worship. We usually get too dignified to worship like that. But God said, I'm getting past that dignified status. I'm getting out of that thing that I think I'm so cute that I can't worship that way. I'm trying to get somebody set free. I'm trying to get somebody to break some shackles off. I'm trying to get somebody. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know it's in your heart. And you might be that person that was at the club that liked to stand up against the wall. But when you think back, when you think back over all you've been through, Kevin, when you think back over all you've been through, Bishop, when you think back all you've been through, Minister Reggie, when you think back, yeah, I can talk about my life. I shouldn't have been here. I was never going to be here. Ah. My grandmother used to praise like this. Yeah, somebody give God a hand clap of praise. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Listen to me, before it gets out of control in here, before we have a whole praise party in here and we break some strongholds down, I need to know if, if there's anybody right now, Jesus. If there's anybody, Jesus. Jesus. Is there anybody, ah, Jesus, that does not know Jesus? I'm, I'm trying to move forward, Minister Reggie. I'm trying to go, but ah, Jesus, ah, Deacon the Sands, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about that healing. Ah, yeah, that healing. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. When your body is weak, that healing. When, when the doctors don't have no answer. That healing, when they counted you out and wrote you off, Kevin, that healing from your mind, that healing in your body, that healing in your spirit, that healing from head to toe, not just the physical manifestation, but the physical healing that you deserve and desire. God said, I'm a healer. At this moment right now, The doors of the church are open, and yeah, I know that a lot of our viewers are online. A lot of our viewers are worshiping online. A lot of our viewers are watching online, but but there is a place that God is, is at right now that he's not just here in the sanctuary at 15222 Old Chapel Road, but he is inhabiting the place where you're at, whether you're in Florida, whether you're in D.C., whether you're in, uh, in PG County. Wherever you're at right now, I'm telling you that healing is available for you right now. Yeah, if you just operate under faith, you can be that slave girl that got set free. Yeah, the slave girl that got set free. And I'm going to ask Minister Reggie to, to take us into an altar call song. Okay. 
couldn't even fall asleep. There was so much on my mind. Didn't have no peace. There was peace I could not find. So then I kneeled down to pray. Praying, help me please. God said, you don't have to cry. Because I'll supply all your needs. Soon as I stop worrying. Worrying how the story ends. That's. When I let go and I let God And let God have his way That's when things start happening When I stop looking at back then And I let go and I let God let God have his way. Listen, somebody's saying, Pastor, I'm, I've been struggling for so long. I've been struggling through the pressures of life. I've been struggling through my own addictions. I've been struggling, and I can't get out of my own way. God said, when you let go and let me have it, I'll do all the things that you cannot do for yourself. At this moment, I'm telling you that God is offering you his salvation. The slave girl said what? She went through the city proclaiming that these are the men of God that know of salvation. Yeah, that's very profound because she was not saved, but she knew the power and the impact. She knew the power that she was in the presence of. And she knew that they were men of God. If I be not a man of God, I could not stand before you right now and say, God, reach out and have your way in their life. So right now, wherever you are, I need you to simply say this prayer. Usually, I'm going to run real quick through this and offer you these five things. If you have never given your life to Christ, tonight is the perfect opportunity for it. The Bible says that Jesus came that you might have life and have it more abundantly. He said, no greater love than any man give than to lay down his life for his friend. And today, I call you friend. John 3.16 says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Number two, if you backslidden, you were like the prodigal son and now it's time for you to come back and you said, I've done all these things in the world but they did not fulfill me and I want to get back to you, God. He said, bring all of it to me. He said, I'm happy when you come back. You're my child. You're my son. You're my daughter. I'm going to hug you. I'm going to embrace you. I'm going to give you your robe and your ring because you are my son or my daughter. If you are in need of healing, the Bible says that he is the balm of Gilead. Isaiah 54 and 5 said, he was wounded for my transgressions. He was bruised for my iniquity, and the chastisement of my peace was upon him. And by his stripes, I am healed. 
It's a spiritual healing, a physical healing, with the divine manifestation in that scripture. Number four, if you have never received the Holy Spirit in your life, it's like grabbing a pitcher but never being poured into you. The Bible says that Jesus told his disciples that I go to prepare a place for you. But while I'm gone, I'm going to send you one to come and be your lead and your guide and your comforter. The Holy Spirit is ready to inhabit your place. And because he's ready to inhabit your place, it's time to receive him. The Bible says that it was in Acts 2 that it was like clothes of fire, tongues of fire that fell upon the people. This is a manifestation of the Holy Spirit. But we're asking God to set you in place to receive it. Last but not least, if you desire a ministry that's going to empower you, impact you, that's going to grow you in the word of God. Liberty is that place. You might say, I'm not in the area, Pastor. I'm, I'm across the states. I'm across the country. But that does not mean that you cannot get connected. God said, go where your heart is knitted at. We will love you. We will train you. We will bring you into the presence of God. We don't make members, we bring along partners. Amen? If that's you, I want to pray for you real quick. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I've offered those five things, God. If there's anybody under the sound of my voice, anybody who needs that experience with you, God, we ask God right now that you speak to their heart, speak to their mind, speak to their spirit. Virtually right now, reach out and touch them with a physical manifestation. God, we decree and declare that your word has been spoken, that your word has been delivered, that your word stands true, that it said that it will be here even after the world has ended. So, God, we receive your word like never before. We receive your heart like never before. We receive your joy like never before. We receive your presence by, like never before. And we will continue to pray by faith. And because we're praying by faith, we're standing on your promises that you are a strategic God, that you are a sovereign God. Hallelujah. That, you, that we are coming before you humbly right now. We thank you, God, for all that you're going to do. Now deliver each and every person from their oppression or their possession. Satan, you have no right, you have no authority, you have no dominion. It's time to go. We declare, if you can declare, open up your mouth and tell Satan, he got to go out of your life. 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 Whatever the situation is, he has to go. He has to go. He has to go. He has to go. We put him on notice that he has to go. And in return, we give you our hearts and our souls and our minds. It is in Jesus' name, the name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Let's give God a hand clap of praise. Amen. Listen, as we close out of service, I want you to know that God is standing with you. He's there for you. He's there beside you. And no greater love than anyone knows than that he laid, gave his son to lay down his life. So I'm going to leave you with these three things. And I'm going to ask the... Uh
the worship team to take us out of here in a second with something nice. Doesn't matter. But live on purpose. Live for purpose. But most importantly, live in God's purpose. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Let's give God a hand clap of praise. Amen. Amen.